Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome once again. You are the voice of the Cape 91.3, and uh, this is our program as per usual on a Sunday afternoon. I trust that you're enjoying the afternoon. Such a lovely, beautiful day indeed, and day to spend with our family and with our loved ones. And uh, indeed, it's a day that, inshallah, let us not forget uh, to remember all those who are ill in our du'as and also those who are deceased. Please do remember all those in your du'as, inshallah. And as per usual, our program once again this afternoon, and that's with our honorable and our beloved Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels once again with us. Uh, Sheikh, shukran once again for joining us this morning. We trust Sheikh is uh, well on this very lovely, beautiful day, inshallah. Alhamdulillah, Mulana, I'm, I'm very well, alhamdulillah. And uh, I hope that you and all the listeners are also well, inshallah, with the kudr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inshallah, with the kudrat of Allah, definitely, inshallah, we will be. And uh, indeed, you can um, remember if you want to download these programs, you may do so. And you can download that as a podcast when you go to the VOC website. Scroll down until you reach our Ono FM, and that's where you can grab hold of all these programs, inshallah. So you will not miss out of on any one that we, our uh, preceding programs that we had. There's no reason for you to miss out, and uh, also for our forthcoming programs, inshallah. So do stay tuned, and uh, we will allow Sheikh to give an introduction to the program as well. Remember that SMS line is 47913. Inshallah, Sheikh, our uh, talk for today, inshallah. Shukran. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen, wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidin Mursaleen. وإمام المتقين سيدنا وحبيبنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل الأقدة من لساني يفقو قولي اللهم يا الله لا تكلني إلى نفسي طرفة عين ولا أقل من ذلك أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا وحبيبنا محمد أبد ورسوله my beloved mothers and fathers and beloved sisters and brothers and beloved and honorable youth and children and dear listeners of the Voice of the Cape, I greet you all with the universal greetings of love and peace and mercy and respect and understanding and tolerance. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It is once again a great honor and a privilege for me to be with you in your homes, in your kitchens, in your rooms, in your vehicles, wherever you are here in South Africa or far away from South Africa. But just remember that you are close to our hearts and close to the, the sounds and the waves of the voice of the Cape, insha'Allah. Uh, once again, I want to remind you that our beloved Nabi Muhammad said, That the people nearest to me on the day of Qiyamah and the people first in line to receive the Shafa'ah of Rasulullah, the intercession of Rasulullah, that Rasulullah had first forprat that us can enter Jannah. And for whoever Rasulullah forprat um to enter Jannah, shall definitely enter Jannah. The the means of what is the in line can stand. People first in line to receive the shafa of Rasulullah are those Muslimin who were the most consistent in putting salawat on the greatest human being that ever came to this world, our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad kama sallayta ala Sayyidina Ibrahim wa ala ali Sayyidina Ibrahim wa barik ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad kama barakta ala Sayyidina Ibrahim 
وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم في العالم إنك حميد مجيد Allow me to remind you, there are different ways of putting salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad So let me remind you, when the Sahaba asked, Ya Rasulullah, uh, we, we are commanded from Allah to put salah and salam on you, Ya Rasulullah. We know how to put salam on you, to say, Assalamu alayka, Ya Rasulullah. But what is the best way to put salah on you, salawat on you, Ya Rasulullah? So the Nabi Muhammad said, the Salatul Ibrahimiyyah, Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala Ali Muhammad, kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala Ali Ibrahim, wa barik ala Muhammadin wa ala Ali Muhammad, kama barakta ala Ibrahim wa ala Ali Ibrahim fil alamin innaka hamidu majid. Many of us, because of our love and our honor and respect for Rasulullah, we add Sayyidina Muhammad. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad. And it's nothing wrong to add Sayyidina Muhammadin out of love and respect and honor. We know that uh, it, is, it is known uh, a known fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, in the Quran uh, calls on different uh, prophets and Allah says, Ya Adam, Ya Nuh, Ya Musa. But no way in the Quran Allah says, Ya Muhammad, Allah says, Ya Ayyuhan Nabiyyu, out of honor and respect for the most beloved of Allah and the greatest of creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So my dear listeners, before we go to our topic of today, allow me, allow me to remind you of the following gem, the following jewel or treasure, or you can even call it a masterpiece. And I refer to the hadith of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu So you will agree with me that this is a, a treasure. So so protect the treasure and hold onto it and cling onto it. The Nabi Muhammad says, Whosoever is Inseparable of asking forgiveness from Allah. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. Oh Allah, forgive me, ya Allah, forgive me. He's, he's, he does it permanently. He, he, he adhere to it. He persistently, every day, continuously and consistently ask Allah for forgiveness. This is the result, says the Nabi Muhammad. Allah will grant you the following. Allah will make a way out for you out of all your difficulties. Yeah, salam. We know we've got a lot of difficulties and a lot of issues. The second one, the Nabi Muhammad says, Allah will grant that you will be help and relief out of all your worries and your concerns. And this is the life. We either have got a lot of difficulties, we've either got a lot of worries and concerns. By by persistently and consistently ask Allah for forgiveness every day, hundred times, two hundred times, five hundred times, thousand times. Allahu Akbar. Allah will grant you a relief of all your problems and all your difficulties. And Allah will take away your worries and your concerns. A lot of us have got worries about our children, concerns about our children, concerns and worries about many things. Because of your, you know, Continuously, and you are inseparable. This is a word, malazima, malazima. You are inseparable. In other words, it's part of your life, everyday life. The third one, the Nabi Muhammad says, and Allah will grant you sustenance. Allah will grant you rizq. 
from an area and a way that you can't ever imagine Allah Akbar. Isn't that the, the problem of today? That we need sustenance, we need rizq, we need money. Because of your persistence, because of you being inseparable, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you rizq. He shall leave it vafnankum di rizqni. Allah Akbar. So my dear ones, please embrace and accept with open arms this invaluable, this precious gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allow me to say that one of our shortcomings is that we, we, we don't take Rasulullah serious. We don't take Rasulullah serious. Just to give an example of taking Rasulullah serious, Abu Dujana, radiallahu anhu, he asked Rasulullah one day, Ya Rasulullah, dullani ala amalin, idha amiltuhu, adkhalani Allahu al-jannata. Ya Rasulullah, guide me to a good deed that I can do. And if I'm going to do it, you, Allah is going to let me into the Jannah. Allah, look at the question. Ya Salam. And the Nabi Muhammad said to him, Alayka bisawm fa'innahu la mithla lahu. My advice to you is, fast, sunnah fasting. Alayka bisawm fa'innahu la mithla lahu. Sunnah puasa. Ma'andaks and dondras. 13 and 14 and 15th. Or maybe, if you can, inshallah, fast the fasting of Nabi Dawood every second day. Ya salam. But the Nabi Muhammad actually told us, uh, you know, uh, start with three days every month. Three days every month, sunnah fasting. And then he asked again, Ya Rasulullah, because this was the attitude of the Sahaba. They wanted to know more. They want to make use of the opportunity with Rasulullah. Ya Rasulullah, and what else can I do? And the Nabi Muhammad said for the second time, Alayka bisawm, fa'innaw la mithlahu, do your sunnah fasting because there's no, nothing com- in comparison that can take you to Jannah than the sunnah fasting. And then he asked for the third time and the answer was the same. Now this is the point I want to make. The other sahaba reported to us that after that day, they never saw smoke coming out of the chimney of at daytime of uh, the house of Abu Dujana, except when he had visitors. What does it mean? He never ever made food in the day. In other words, he was fasting most of his life. That is how serious he took the words of Rasulullah. Our shortcoming is we don't take Rasulullah serious. Look, look at the, ex- uh, the, the example that we've made last week. Sayyidatina Fatima anha, the beloved daughter of Rasulullah, Requested from Rasulullah, she said, Ya Rasulullah, my Hannah is sincere and gekraak because she had to say, she had to make her bread, she had to eat her bread, and then she had to make her bread. And then the Nabi Muhammad didn't say anything. The next morning, the Rasulullah went to the house of Sayyidina Ali, anhu, the great Khalifa, the fourth Khalifa of Islam, the beloved son-in-law of Rasulullah and to Sayyidina Fatima and the Nabi Muhammad said to them, I've got better, I've got something better for you than a, a, a maid, a woman helping you in the house. Read every night, 33 times Subhanallah, 33 times Alhamdulillah, and 34 times Allahu Akbar. Then Allah will make your work at daytime easy. Sayyidina Fatima both and Sayyidina Ali said, for their whole life, they never ever skipped one night. 
Sayyidina Ali said, the night before a big battle, and I was the Amir of the army, I was the Khalifa. Not even that night, I forgot the advice of our beloved Nabi Muhammad mean? We must start to take Rasulullah more serious. So, I just want to once again tell you that asking Allah forgiveness, istighfar, istighfar is asking Allah forgiveness, is so important that our beloved Nabi Muhammad taught us that we, after we've completed salah, the first thing that we say, the first thing that Rasulullah said three times is, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah. <laughs> and uh, on that note, inshallah, do stay tuned. We will be back immediately after this break. And uh, some nice soothing sounds Muhammad has played us there as we intro our program once again. And uh, that's once again beautiful advice uh, to get our marriages and our life going, inshallah, for a smooth um, in, co- in uh, coherence and also conforming to the Sunnah of our Prophet Sallallahu and also taken from the Quran. Alhamdulillah, once again, it's our Sheikh, uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel, sharing with us this uh, very informative and beautiful advice for each and every one of us. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Dear listeners, um, we continue what we've said just before the advertisement break, uh, that uh, even after the Salah, our beloved Nabi Muhammad said three times, Astaghfirullah, teaching us that even after the, 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 the main pillar of the deen of Islam, the Salah, the first thing we say is Astaghfirullah. That, that, that shows a lot of, lot of beautiful things. Uh, it, it shows that uh, we show humility and we show that um, we don't purify ourselves. That even after the salah, we say Astaghfirullah. We ask Allah, Ya Allah, if I, if I haven't made the salah the, the way I should, was supposed to make the salah, please forgive me. Now what about other times? Another indication of important the, the, the istighfar is, uh, Allah says in the Holy Quran, إِذَا جَاءَ نَصْرُ اللَّهِ وَالْفَتْحُ وَرَأَيْتَ النَّاسَ يَدْخُلُونَ فِي دِينِ اللَّهِ أَفْوَاجَ فَسَبِّحْ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّكَ وَاسْتَغْفِرْ إِنَّوْ كَانَ تَوَّابًا Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Abbas in Radul Anuma says that Allah subhanahu says to the, the, the actual meaning of this surah is Allah says to the Nabi Muhammad Ya Rasulullah, your time is almost over in this world. And because of that, make a lot of tasbih, and ask Allah for forgiveness. Allahu Akbar. To the Nabi Muhammad that had no sins. My dear uh, listeners, an important point to remember, or points to remember for us to make sure that we are going to imp- implement or to make sure that me and you are going to take serious Rasulullah and we are going to reap the full benefit of the advice that we have given today is the following. Uh, number one, write down somewhere in the house, on the fridge or somewhere in your room in big letters. Don't forget your istighfar. Or you can write down, cling unto the istighfar. Or you can write down, be inseparable. Be inseparable of asking Allah forgiveness. It will help. Or you can write down, stay, please stay permanent, permanently with the istighfar. It's really going to help you, inshallah. Because we don't want to miss out. Number two, always make sure that you have got a, a tasbih with you. A tasbih remind you. 
either in your room, in your motor car, in your pocket, in your bag for the woman, what, whatever, just to make sure that, that, you know, you are going to make your istighfar, you're going to really cling on to this treasure and this masterpiece that was given to us by our beloved Nabi Muhammad Number three, you can request from some of your friends or your family members, the, the husband, for the wife, or the wife, or the husband, or your brother, or your sister, or your children even, or your mother and your father, to remind you by saying to you, or phoning you, or sending you a message over the phone, don't forget your dhikr, don't forget your istighfar. You can even use your phone and to put a reminder in the mornings, in the evenings, and then the, it will appear on your phone, don't forget your istighfar. Allahu Akbar. So, my, my dear listeners, may Allah grant us really, and I hope, inshallah, that I'm going to be the first one to implement that we are from today onwards are going to consistently, inshallah, ask Allah for forgiveness. We start maybe with a hundred times, in next year, two hundred and fifty, next year, next following year, two hundred times, until we get to five hundred and a thousand, inshallah. Amin, ya Rabbil Alameen. My dear beloved ones, we are still busy with the joint and cooperative rights between husband and wife to make our marriage work. And I, I just want to remind you that there are, there are rights for a woman, for a wife, and there are rights for a husband, and then there are joint and mutual rights. So if you are serious about making your marriage to be successful, if you are serious of making sure that your home is going to be a paradise in this world, like uh, Ustaz Amr Khalid wrote a book, Al Jannah to Fi Buyutina. Before we go get to the real Jannah, you can, you can, you can develop a, a Jannah in your home, a, a, a place of happiness, a place of barakah, a place of nur. So if you are serious of making your home a paradise in this world, then you need to make sure that you carry out, first of all, one another's rights. And I'm going to give quick examples of, of, of the rights of women and, 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 and husband. It is the right of the wife that you see to, 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 to give her a decent place of living and to feed her and to clothe her. In other words, it is your duty, my dear husband, to go out of your way to make sure that there will be enough money to give your wife a decent place and to feed her and to clothe her. Otherwise, you might be in for big major problems in your marriage because that is a right that was given to her by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Another example, it is a right of the husband that the wife don't refuse him his rights of intimacy. And if you are going to continuously, you know, refuse him, you might also be in for major and big problems in your marriage. Maybe the, the last example, it is the right of the wife that if she has done something wrong, it is still her right that has the husband don't rectify her in front of others. We've done it in the past, but it's good to, to, to be reminded again. You know, if you rectify any person, any person, in front of others, because the correct way is to call that person one side and do it in a proper way, in a professional way, in a decent way, because you do it out of love, you want that person not to do that mistake again. You are worried about that person. So that is a proper way. So if you do it in front of others, you haven't rectified that person, you have humiliated that person. No, so you don't humiliate your wife. And the wife don't humiliate her husband. 
That is the right of your partner in life not to rectify. You do it in the most decent way. You know, wait until everybody are gone. The two of you are alone in your room and say, my darling, uh, this, is, is it possible that we can sit down? This, this is a problem that we need to sort out. And you do it out of love. You do it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So my dear ones, likewise, there are rights and duties that both of you need to see to. Today we want to, to say to you that uh, you will be very successful in your marriage if you jointly take it upon yourselves to teach your children certain values and principles. I want to repeat that. You will be very successful in your marriage if you jointly take it upon yourselves to teach your children certain values and principles. That is a joint duty and the joint rights of a marriage. Not the one is only responsible, not the only, the, the father or the mother is, you know, persisting the children and making sure that they make salah. No, you, you both need to do it. So that the, the certain values and principles, number one that we want to discuss today is that you jointly teach your children to love Allah and to love our beloved Nabi Muhammad Allahu Akbar. Now how do you do that? You do that by, by first of all, you leading with example. You're making your salah. You're serious about your salah. You're speaking always about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You always remind your children about the great qualities of Allah, the great attributes of Allah. You always tell your children, my, my children, my child, don't forget to, when you eat, you say, I, 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 I start to eat in the name of Allah. If you leave the house, you say, Bismillah, I leave the house with the name of Allah. One of our listeners have, have uh, asked us to, do, to request us to, to repeat that dua of last week that we, when we leave the house. So with, with, uh, with, uh, with the greatest of happiness, we will do that for one of our sisters and one of our mothers and for the dear listeners. And the dua is, you say, Bismillah, amantu billah. I, I leave the house in the name of Allah. Amantu billah. I believe in Allah. I hold unto Allah. I hold unto Allah. And then you say, Tawakkal to Allah. And I put my trust in Allah. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah aliyul azim. So, so uh, you know, they, they are, they, this is a, is a, is a, is a wide, a wide bab chapter of, of discussing. And I, I, want to, I want to remind you, my dear listeners, it shouldn't be so difficult to teach a child to love Allah and to love Rasulullah. If you take example of how life is going, look at how children love uh, cricket or rugby or sports because the parents or the father is, is in cricket and he is in rugby. So most of the children and most times the children just flow with it. He also loves cricket and he loves sports. Look at, for example, parents that love reading goes to the library and this child from two years old three years old four years go with the mother and go with the father wallahi the children are also going to love to read and there are many examples a, a, a certain father for example is in cycling his boy admires his father the beautiful bike the beautiful clothes to wear and he also wants to to cycle now likewise what must mean every child is born under natural instinct to love allah to worship allah it will be so easy if you lead with example. Now that is a joint responsibility and right 
that will make your marriage a great success. Secondly, my dear listeners, and this is a special request, and that is to teach your children, both of you, mother and father, husband and wife, to teach your children to love the Qur'an. Now, why do I say this is a special request? I say this is a special request because due to the fact that our beloved Nabi Muhammad advised us with this, with, with, to, to teach our children to love the Qur'an. Just imagine, my dear listeners, ourselves walking in the streets of Medina to Munawwara on our way to the house of our beloved Nabi Muhammad and we knock on the door of Rasulullah. And who opens the door? Our beloved Nabi Muhammad with a big smile and a warm welcome and welcoming us and inviting us into the house. And the Nabi Muhammad said to us, Tafaddalu, Ijlisu, sit down. And imagine the Nabi Muhammad said to us, Can I possibly give you advice? <laughs> Allahu Akbar. What will we say? Oh, please, Ya Rasulullah, please, Ya Rasulullah. And then Nabi Muhammad said to us, Teach your children to love the Quran. This is a hadith, Jamaat Muslim. This is a hadith of Rasulullah. The Nabi Muhammad did say it to us. But just imagine we are in the house of Rasulullah and Rasulullah is saying to us, Teach your children to love the Quran and teach your children to love their Rasul. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. And teach them to love the family of Rasulullah. Ya salam. Now, can you imagine will we ever neglect that advice of Rasulullah? So, these are the words that Rasulullah said to us. So, we must now start to implement, inshallah. My dear ones, allow me to say that unfortunately, the Ummah at large have drifted away from the love of the Quran, of reading the Quran of studying the Qur'an, of making research on the Qur'an. Imagine the very first ayah of the Holy Qur'an, the very first ayah. In fact, the very first word, Allah says to us, Iqra, read. And unfortunately, we're not reading. We're not reading the Qur'an. We're not reading the, the books of Hadith. We're not reading the books of the ulama. Allahu Akbar. My dear, my dear beloved ones, let me share with you this hadith that is of great concern. The Nabi Muhammad said, يَأْتِي أَلَى النَّاسِ زَمَانٌ الْقُرْآنُ فِي وَادٍ وَهُمْ فِي وَادٍ غَيْرُهُ A time will come when the people will be on the one side of the world and the Qur'an will be on the other side of the world. In other words, they will be far away from the Qur'an. Isn't that the truth? So we need to take heed and take Rasulullah serious, Allahu Akbar. We need to take Rasulullah very, very serious. Let me repeat that hadith. يَأْتِي أَلَى النَّازِ زَمَانٌ الْقُرْآنُ فِي وَادٍ وَهُمْ فِي وَادٍ غَيْرُهُ A time will come when the people will be on the one side of the world and the Qur'an will be on the other side of the world. They have no time for the Qur'an. Ya salam. Imagine Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asking the question, أَفَلَا يَتَدَبَّرُونَ الْقُرْآنِ don't people have time to ponder and contemplate over the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So it will be our joint responsibility to make sure that our children love the Qur'an. My dear ones, uh, allow me to remind you once again that this 
program here now today, it is just not another radio program. It's a special program. Every day is a special program. If the mouth, every day is a special day. And every word of Rasulullah or hadith of Rasulullah that we hear again, it is special. So let us, let us, inshallah, implement. And let, let us make sure that that we uh, implement the words of Rasulullah and that will cause our success of our marriage. It will be the cause of the success of our children. It will be the cause of the success of our family. You know, I, I now re remember that our beloved colleague and uh, Imam, Sheikh Salih Adams, who was a, a great man. He was a, he was a doctor in physics and he was also Hafiz al-Quran al-Kareem. The reason why I'm saying this, Jamaat Muslimin, Sheikh Muhammad Salih, may Allah grant him Jannah. Amen. He, because he wanted to to make sure that his children, his his grandchildren, are going to love the Quran, he with his busy schedule, he introduced a madrasa at his home to teach other children of the community the Quran. You know why? Because he wants, he wanted his grandchildren to be in that environment and that atmosphere of the Quran, and they were still young; they were two years old and three years old. But he wanted his grandchildren; they must grow up in that environment of the Quran. Yes, salam. My dear listeners, imagine Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says in the Quran: "Alam yaknin al-ladina amanu an taqshaa kulubum li zikri Allahi wa ma nazla min al-haq." Hasn't the time arrived for the believers to connect their hearts with the Qur'an? Yes, this is deep, my dear listeners. Allah's, Allah's saying, isn't it time that the, the believers connect their hearts? Not only their tongues, not only reading the Qur'an, not only batching the Qur'an. أَلَمْ يَأْنِنِ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَن تَخْشَى كُلُوبُمْ لِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ وَمَا نَزَلَ مِنَ الْحَقِّ And what was revealed of the truth? Yes, the Quran, my dear listeners. So we, we must respond. Allah is asking the question. The, the proper adab, the proper adab with Allah, with Allah's Quran is that we at least we must respond. We must not say, Ya Allah, yes Allah, the time has arrived for us to connect our hearts with the Quran. So my dear mothers and fathers and honorable wives and husbands, make sure that you are going to, you know, introduce the Quran in your homes. You cannot keep the, the, your house alive with the Holy Quran. And indeed, that is what we should be doing, keeping our homes alive with the Quran, the recitation of the Quran, listening to the Quran and teaching and learning the Quran in our homes. Inshallah, we'll be going for our break very soon. And uh, when we come back, we'll continue once again with our Honorable Sheikh. <laughs> And once again, coming back to our program, and that is looking at our marriages with myself, that's Aslam Qasim, as well as our Honorable Sheikh as our guest, and Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels. Just an SMS that I see here that came through, it says, um, Sheikh, it's a pleasure listening to you and so easy to learn from you. No shouting, you're so cool when you talk. I learn a lot from you on radio, and may Allah reward you. Shukran. Uh, one of those messages for Sheikh as well. Another person says, I've not been in the road at all Jannah yet, but keep seeing myself there and uh, said to the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, would like to do some as beautiful for him as he's doing for me. 
he then invited me to visit him in Medina, inshallah. inshallah. So a very beautiful dream indeed. MashaAllah, mm. may Allah uh, grant that, that the dream comes true for that our, our beloved sister or brother. And inshallah, uh, it, it, uh, it's, a, it's already a great honor, Mawlana, to, to have seen our beloved Nabi Muhammad in the dream, Allah Akbar. And shukran to the other listener for that beautiful dua. My dear listeners, once again, so um, just imagine yourself and your life partner and your children reading, for example, every night Suratul Mulk. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, for example, one of the benefits of reading Suratul Mulk every night, Allah will definitely protect you of the punishment of the Qabr. Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illallah. Sayyidina Uthman radiallahu anhu, the great third Khalifa of, of Islam, of the Muslim Ummah, uh, whenever he went uh, to the Maqbara, for a janazah, he was crying bitterly. And then the Sahaba said, Yeah, yeah Uthman, why are you so crying? No, if, if, it, if the Akhirah mentioned, you're not, you're not crying so much, but yeah, he says, This is the first stage of the Akhirah. If I succeed here, then I will succeed there. If I fail here, I will fail there. La ilaha illallah. Now just imagine Suratul Mulk is a protection from the Adab of the Qabr. Just imagine we as a family, we make it part of our lives. Many families, they make it part of their lives. All of them sit in front of the TV to look at Sibin Dalan of Bola the Beautiful. And reading Suratul Mul take you eight minutes. Sibin Dalan for the half a year. Hmm. Yeah, salam. So, so, so we, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm back to the point, my beloved mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers. We must, we must really start to take Rasulullah very, very serious. And then we will be very, very successful. Now just imagine... You're organizing and making part of your, your, your life. That you as a father and a mother, you sit with your children, even though children are three, four years old. Wallahi, if you're going to do it in a year's time or six months time or even two years time, those children of three, four, five years old, they will know Suratul Mulk Hafiz. Allah will, it will be part of their lives. My dear mothers and fathers, after your demise, your children will continue because this was the principles that my mother and my father build our home on, and I am going to do the same. Just imagine, we as a family, we, we, we respond to the, to the words of Allah and the question of Allah. We take Allah serious. Imagine, I, I've said today uh, that one of our shortcomings is that we don't take Rasulullah serious. No, what about not taking Allah serious? Ya Salam. Now just imagine, we respond to Allah's question. Allah's asking us. And my dear listeners, allow me to say to you, Allah's not asking this question to somebody somewhere in the world in Saudi Arabia or in Turkey in Egypt or in Libya or in Tunis Allah is asking the question to each and every believer Alam amanu. isn't it time for the believers for the mu'minin to connect their hearts with the Quran so just imagine you and your family decide that every night or sometime on in, in day, daytime you're gonna read one ayah or two ayats and you read the meaning of the ayah and to discuss the ayah and implement the ayah. Allahu Akbar. Allah is going to grant your marriage to be very successful. Yeah. Allah is going to grant your family to be very successful. My dear listeners, please listen with me to the following hadith of Rasulullah which is narrated by the greatest rawi. And in other words, the, 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 the narrator that uh, narrated the most ahadith of Rasulullah, Sayyidina Abu Hurairah. Allahu Akbar.
And I want to remind you, my dear listeners, and please allow me to remind you, I've said it in the past, but it's worthwhile to listen to again. This great Sahabi, he says that my attitude when it comes to the words of Rasulullah, even, even if I've heard a hadith a thousand times, I make as if, as if it is the first time I listen to the words of Rasulullah with love, with passion, with respect. Now listen to this hadith narrated by Sayyidina Abu Huraira. Anna Rasulullah Rasulullah says, whosoever listens to one ayah, listen, my dear listeners, whosoever listens to one ayah of the book of Allah, the Quran, it will be written down for him as a multiplied good deed. Multiplied. And whosoever reads one ayah, that ayah, one ayah that is read, will be nur for him the day of Qiyamah. Now what about reading 10 ayats and 20 ayats and Suratul Mulk? Allahu Akbar. My dear listeners, I, I, I just want to remind you that our beloved Nabi Muhammad said in a hadith, خَيْرُكُمْ مَنْ تَعَلَّمَ الْقُرْآنَ وَعَلَّمَهُ Of all the people that are learning in the world, whatever they are learning, there are many students in the world, there are a lot of millions and billions of people in the world. The best of you, says Rasulullah, خَيْرُكُمْ are those of you who learn the Qur'an and those of you who teach the Qur'an. Allahu Akbar. So my dear listeners, my dear mothers and, and fathers, it is your joint responsibility. It is a part of the cooperative and mutual rights of a marriage that you teach your children certain values and principles. And one of the most important values that you must teach your children is to make sure that they love the Qur'an and they love the words of our beloved Nabi Muhammad Um We're just going to go for a break very quickly, Sheikh, and then when we come back, we'll allow Sheikh to conclude, inshallah, in the last uh, seven or eight minutes or so, inshallah. And uh, as usual, this hour goes so quickly, it passes by so quick and thoroughly enjoying it and also taking so much benefit as our one of our listeners says here, Tariq Isaac, he's all the way from Ocean View. And Tariq Isaac says it's always such an honor listening to the program. Sheikh Kabils is my inspiration and role model. May Allah always bless and protect Sheikh, inshallah. Shukran, Molana. And uh, Molana, if, if you allow me and the listeners allow me, uh, to give a more detailed explanation, Shukran Vatarik, as he's from Ozen View, to give a more detailed explanation, and it is worthwhile to say it, I, I was once uh, at a wedding at uh, Athlon um, um, Civic Center, and this young man uh, was uh, reading the Quran as, as, as the beginning of the, of the wedding, and when he came down, I, I, I saw it as my responsibility to go to him and hug him and say to him, I didn't know him, I said to him, I'm very proud of you, the way you have read the Quran. He said to me, Sheikh, you know, you, you are my inspiration, and one of the reasons why I see you my inspiration is because I heard you once said that the, the world of the Akhirah is not going to be 500 million years, or 500 billion years, or 500 it's going to be forever. 
And this will, in comparison with Ajit, like one hour. That was part of my inspiration. So the reason why I'm sharing that is because so that so many other young people and others also can uh, reflect and, and, and you know, take heed of, of, of these words. The Akhirah is going to be forever, forever, forever. Shukran for, for Tariq and for all the listeners for the good du'as. We want to conclude, uh, my dear mothers and fathers, to say that it is also the joint responsibility and part of the cooperative rights in a marriage that both husband and wife that you teach your children the best of character. I'm, I'm putting the emphasis, it's a joint responsibility. In other words, you must work together. You mustn't work against one another. Yeah, salam. And, and, and this is also, once again, a special request. And, and the reason why I'm saying it's a special request, because the request and the words come from our beloved Nabi Muhammad, listen to what Rasulullah says. Rasulullah says, the best that a parent can give to his or her child, both parents, is the most beautiful akhlaq. The best that you can give your child is to teach him the best of character. I want to remind this beautiful community of Cape Town that our parents here in Cape Town, their concentration was on beautiful character. The parents, that is why if you, for example, um, uh, uh, if you were sitting in the, in the dining room, and say the good means, okay, you can't come here, sit down, or sit down. Yes, salam. In other words, to teach you now that you must have respect. People, adults are speaking now, and maybe there are certain things that they are going to speak about that is not fitting for your ears. And then the children will just leave, and they will understand. Also, Mama said for us, as a fanana, used to come and give us a pack. And now, come with Mama, my Ghaslan. Yeah, how come it's not even the good good? Yes, salam. And the good good for Mama come see. And mama die wacht die geire ingevlie nie. Toe geire moet nie moari moet my kinders nie. Los my kinders en kyk na jou en nee. Mama het gesê, soekrin die geire wat geire vir my kom seer het. Ja, salam. And because it is a major part of, of, of the character of children to greet others. And especially adults. Ja, salam. And, and we can't every time say that uh, the time of now. No, no, we must, you don't, don't blame the time. You must blame yourself. Yeah, so always with the kindness the most beautiful character in this day and age one of my colleagues his son is at Weinberg Boys High School he and his wife entered entered the school and a young boy you know uh, 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 maybe uh, allow me to say a non-Muslim boy he was busy reading and when he saw uh, the, these two adults he closed his, boom, his book he jumped up and he says good morning sir good morning madam in this day and age. And this, this doesn't fall out of the air. It's about parents teaching your children the best of character. And, and greetings is so important. You know, the first words when Rasulullah entered Medina to Munawwara. And this hadith is recorded by a, a Yahudi, one of the Yahud of Medina that embraced Islam, Abdullah ibn Salam. He, he, said, he says in this hadith and in this narration, when he saw Rasulullah he knew that this face is not the face of a liar because he was told that uh, Muhammad is a liar but he says when he saw Rasulullah he knew and he, he could see that this is not the face of a liar and then he says Rasulullah the first words Rasulullah says Ya nas, O people Afshu salam, spread the salam spread the salam this is part of the deen Allah Akbar
This is part of beautiful character. Afsu salam wa at'imu ta'am and love to give people food. Wasilul arham and connect yourself with your family. Connect yourself with your family. Wasallu bilayli wa nasu niyam and make salah in the middle of the night while people are sleeping. Tadkhulul jannata bi salam. Then you will enter the jannah with salam. My, my dear listeners, time is running out. I just want to conclude to say that I am also speaking to those uh, mothers and fathers that have separated. It is still your joint responsibility to teach your children these beautiful values. Although you are separated and, 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 and remember you were close to one another like Allah says, And don't forget that good times that you had with one another. Don't forget. So th- these children are your children and it is still your joint responsibility to teach them the best of character. And please don't make the mistake that many are, are doing and guilty of. When, when, when the children are with the mother or the father, they speak bad about and children, they are already victims of a, uh, of a separation. Don't damage them more. It is still, when you speak about their mother or their father, you always remind them, my child, you must respect your mother, you must respect your father, and do whatever your mother is. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant all of us all the khair and barakah and success and the, and, the, and the readiness to implement the advice of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It was once again a great honor and a privilege to speak to you. I, I Allow me to say that I love you all dearly for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa sallallahu ala sayyidina Muhammad wa alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. And we say may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward Sheikh tremendously and it's a great honor for us that we can always have Sheikh here on a Sunday afternoon to share with us those wisdoms. Alhamdulillah. The time now, minute to one as we make ready to break for the waqt of Zuhr. Um Just that last SMS. Uh, if we did not go through all the SMSs, I will forward it to Sheikh and inshallah perhaps Sheikh can touch on it uh, for our following program. So do not uh, think that your SMS uh, is uh, not uh, going to be looked at. It will be looked at. So this SMS is Assalam uh, Sheikh and Maulana Shukran. My beloved husband has passed on. Make dua Allah grant him and all this is genital photos. And then it also says that, uh, oh, it just passed on. We just get back to that SMS as we conclude. Um, so it says there on. Oh, okay. It just seems to be the SMS that refreshes all the time. So here we go, just very quickly. Um, may Allah grant him genital fiddos and Sheikh remind me how we install, how he installed that dhikr in our household. May Allah grant us to uphold and honor um, um. to listen to Sheikh. Alhamdulillah, that is Auntie Fatima in Pukab, and she says shukran for the for the wonderful program as well. So yes, we do conclude. I am Asam Qasim with you on this beautiful afternoon. We have a fabulous day with your family and with your loved ones. Until we speak again, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.